said, uh, I'll guide you. Hey, what's up, Daniel? Uh, as you know, uh, for the people who have been here before, uh, we don't do too much hooping and hollering. We don't, you know, disavow it or anything like that, but it's just not much going on here. But we have a fellowship. And if you'd like, uh, if you'd like uh, to have a question or comment or something, just raise your hand. I'll bring you the mic. Nick will bring you a mic. Uh, if you can do me a favor, hold it the way I'm holding it, you know, pretty close, but not in your mouth or anything like that, uh, not away from the mouth, flailing it about. I see Nick is doing like the flight attendants do. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Uh, it's just one of those things. The people at home, they complain so much in the live chat. It's crazy. Anyways, uh, please, uh, no food or drink in here while, uh, church service is going on. And if anybody way in the, way in the back there, I'm pretending like I can't see you. I can see you. Uh, if you guys want to move forward, fill in the front seats. So the, uh, lollygaggers who are going to come in late, sometimes an hour late, not a joke. Uh, they'll sit in the back. That's just how it is. Um, don't all get up at once. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, lastly, if you could do me a favor, check your cell phone, uh, silence the cell phones, silence the cell phones. I guess all your cell phones are silent then. Okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for it, I guess. Uh, anyways, guys, I know you'd love to hear me go on and on and on, but we've got to get started here. So, uh, thank you. Uh, and here's Jesse. Amazing. <laughs> you love the applause? I love it. <laughs> we're never in charge even when we think that we are. Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Peterson. Thank you for being with me. You can get involved by going to our YouTube chat line, and Hank will respond. Let me know, and I can respond to your questions and comments. Thank you again for being with me. Thank you all for coming. I totally appreciate it. Amazing. Anybody here for the first time? Okay. Anybody? Have you been here before? Right here? You been here before? You haven't? Uh, what's your name? I'm sorry? I'm James. You're James? Welcome, James. How did you find us? YouTube. You too? Nice. Any questions about anything? Jesus arose from the dead. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's very awesome. Are you high? I believe in Jesus Christ. Are you have you been smoking anything this morning? I used to do Molly. I've done cocaine. I've done marijuana. I've partied. One day I opened the Bible and read it. I'm sober. So you don't do any drugs at all now? 
I drank some tea this morning. Oh, what kind of tea did you have? <laughs> <laughs> the tea was caffeinated. Uh, it was caffeinated? I want some of that. No, I'm playing. Well, I'm glad you're here, man, all right? Any questions, let me know, okay? Or comments. Amazing. Um, anybody with anything before we get rolling? I mean, before I get into my thing. Any comments about the war? Everybody happy with the war now? You know we're at war? Yes, sir. Hold on one minute. Why are they fighting against each other? Because they're on an ego trip, and one one is trying to prove that they're better than the other. Oh, my dad didn't know that. Your father didn't know that? Uh-uh. Beta. <laughs> Did you know you have a beta daddy? Huh? Did you know you have a beta daddy? He didn't know that? What did he say? He said, I don't know. Yeah. Why? We really don't know why they're doing it, but it's not for what they're telling us, that's for sure. It's just somebody trying to take control of someone else. That's what wars are all about. Good question. All right. Anybody else? Yes. I just had, excuse me, I just had a quick comment. This past week I was at a major chain pet store, and when the guy rang me up, he said, would you like to date, don't, would you like to donate money to the suffering pets of the war that's going on in the Ukraine. You're suffering pets? Yes. Oh. And I, was, I looked at him, and I must have had a crazy look on my face because he was like, that's the first time I've said the sentence. And I said, <laughs> so you mean the pet store is having you guys ask customers to donate money for the suffering pets due to the war in Ukraine? And he's like, yeah. And he was like, I don't really, really want to do it. but And I was like, no, I'm not. Donating money to that. <laughs> I'm telling you. Who, uh, oh, so his boss had him to do it? Yeah, I guess the company, like, tells the employees, when yeah. you're ringing people up, try to get them to, like, donate money for that. Like, and did you tell black people don't like dogs? We don't like pets? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Here are the pets. Okay, amazing. Yeah, it's interesting what's going on. <laughs> Give money to the pet while we're starving in America. Isn't that amazing? We're like starving in America. No gas, high price, everything. And they, they're not raising any money for us. Yes, sir. Uh, I was going to say, I had a, I, as you put it, I had a life this week. I um, uh, related to a pet thing. You know, I train dogs, and my mother just recently hurt herself without going too much into detail. Uh, she wanted my help with this puppy she got. I told her she shouldn't have got, but whatever. She did her thing. I told her what my what I need her to understand before I take it. And man, without getting into too many details, hell was rising up big time. And yeah. I just stayed calm. You know, yeah. I've been definitely sticking to my silent prayer, so it made it a lot easier to stay calm. And uh, our relationship had been really good since I, you know, forgiven her and all that. But man, she came with all the tricks. I watched them happen in lockstep. One after the other, you know, the guilt and then the shame and, oh, you don't care about me and telling me I'm not 
uh, oh, you you say you're a Christian? I was like, I don't even say I'm a Christian. Yeah. And she went through all the tricks, and you know, we went through it. I stayed calm. I said, well, you know, the offer is what it is. You you decide what you want to do. And we got off the phone for the second time that in the three days of her yelling at me, being mad. And uh, I got a call the morning of where it was like decision time. Very calm and humble. Okay, you're right. Will you please do this thing? I'm, I'm willing to listen. And I was like, okay, great. Come on over anytime. Not a problem. And now I'm helping with the dog for about a week. But it was so interesting to see just a little bit of Standing firmly in my in my place that I've been since I forgave her, yeah. didn't didn't uh, raise any eyebrows until it was directly in contrast to what she wanted, and all of a sudden, man, she raised in hell left and right, and I just I stayed calm. I to- I said what I had to say. I was completely um, what he's dispassionate about it. I just saw what was there, and I s- spoke honestly to her and. It was just, it was amazing. It was beautiful the way that all this other stuff that would have got me all in my thoughts, all messed up. Yeah. None of it. Amazing. Nice, man. Yeah. Really. Stop yeah. overreacting. Exactly. Yeah. Let me, right here. Yeah. So, what's your impression of your boyfriend now? Um, well, he's not technically my boyfriend, so. <laughs> what do you mean, not technically? Well, we used to date, but we don't anymore. Oh. Yeah. Are but you happier now? I think so, yeah. Uh, so what's your impression of him now that you're not dating, I suppose, when you were dating and he was out to lunch? Um, well, he doesn't have as much anger, so he's less reactive um, and less opinionated. Opinionated? Mm-hmm. Oh, you think so, huh? No, <laughs> I mean, yeah, compared to what he was before, for sure. And you like that better? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm happy for him. So do you get along better with him now? Yes. Uh, and you guys can agree and disagree? Yes, we don't really disagree <coughs> anymore, though. I think we understand each other a lot better because nice. of we don't have the anger. Yeah. It's not a competition. Nice. Did you overcome your anger completely? I think so, yes. You did? Yeah. Nice. It's pretty amazing, actually. And how's life for you now? Very peaceful and calm and... uh I don't worry about the future anymore. I live in the present, um, so I'm not afraid anymore. How are you dealing with the ego pain? It's been better in the last few weeks um, because the silent prayer really helps and also accepting that all thoughts are all eyes all the time. So anytime I feel something rising up in me or a thought will come that will try to bring me back to that place of fear or worry i just remind myself you know oh this is just you know this isn't the truth this is just a lie nice. and um it's really helpful do you feel sorry for other people no you never feel sorry for anyone not anymore you used to oh yeah you used to take on other people's pain and feel oh, absolutely. sorry for them you did oh yeah and why did you do that um i th- thought it if i uh could take on other people's pain that I could understand them better and maybe identify with them to maybe help them. I always thought that I could like help people. And what was it like taking on someone else's pain? Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable? Yeah. Meaning what? It just, you feel that their pain too. And then on top of that, you have your own pain that you haven't dealt with. So then 
And maybe it was more of a way to ignore my own issues or my own struggles. And so when you took on other people's pain, you were really feeling their pain? Mm, I mean, I thought I did, but I, I don't think you can really do that. You don't think you should really feel other people's pain? No. But you thought you were at the time? Yeah. Did you feel good about taking on other people's pain in your imagination? I think so. You felt good? That's why I did it, because it was like a way of, oh, look at me, look what I'm doing, you know. I'm right. helping people. Amazing. And why don't you do that now? What made you stop? Um, I can't help anyone. They have to help themselves. It's not my responsibility. And truly only Christ can direct people to the truth. I can live a life that is in alignment with you know, the truth, and people can witness that, but at the end of the day, it's their decision. And so when you see other people in pain, what do you do now? Um, I, I don't really do anything. Oh, okay. Amazing. Anybody here ever taken on someone else's pain? Anybody else? Just one person has ever done that? Amazing. So only one, two people, three, have taken on someone else's pain your whole life. Amazing. Four. Can I get five? Five. <laughs> Can I get a six? Six. I know you're all holy now. Nobody take on nobody's pain. Everybody's all holy, right? Why did you do it, and what was it like? Um, I can't recall a particular example of that. Right. But I know that it's, um, it's something that I did. And I know that it was exactly for kind of like how you described it, that I wanted to I wanted to kind of feel better than others in a sense, or I wanted to feel good about myself. So when you took like, on someone else's pain, yeah, you were feeling good about yourself. In a way, it's like it's like you almost do that in a sense, or well, at least for me, because you feel like uh, like you think you could help somebody, so you right. kind of feel better. You kind of want, you kind of feel better about yourself, or you know what I mean. Or I don't know if it's a chicken or the egg how it how it is, but it's like um, you just you just feel that you just feel like I don't know that you could help that. And then um, just reflecting on that because it's something that I've I have kind of like thought about this kind of stuff before. Right. It's like I could see it um, probably like my earliest memory is maybe from you know kind of like from my parents and stuff like seeing yeah. them argue and stuff like that. And then feeling like, like you could feeling like you could help them out or something, you know what I mean? Or feeling like, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Just feeling like, you know what I mean? Just kind of feeling. Have you like ever cried? Person. Have I cried? Yeah, yes, I cried. <laughs> <laughs> and why did you cry? Why did I, you're saying that ever in my whole life? Yeah, whole right? life. You're saying, yeah. Okay. Why were you crying? Why would I cry? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. It's just uh, just feelings. I don't know. <laughs> you cry because of feelings? Yeah. Uh, you, have you ever cried at a funeral? At a funeral? Yeah. And I, why would you cry at the funeral? I actually, it's kind of funny. I actually remember it was my, my grandmother had passed away. And, uh, um, and I, uh, yeah, I went to the funeral. And, like, all the, uh, it, she had, like, all daughters pretty much. So it's like all of my aunts were like crying, <laughs> and I was just kind of sitting there. I was just kind of sitting there, and then I was like, 
okay, well, I guess I got, you know, I got to shed some tears. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, it just, you, yeah, you just feel like, okay, I guess this is the place to cry right here. <laughs> so, so you um, cried over grandma? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's funny, though, because even while I was doing that, I was like, damn, this is, this is so fake. Like, <laughs> but it's like, you're just kind of, you're just kind of into it. And it's funny because, like, I actually, like, uh, uh, my grandma, she was, like, really, she was actually kind of, like, um, she, she was, like, kind of, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, kind of, like, strong-willed, kind of stern. So I could I could just imagine her kind of laughing that everybody was crying for her because I was, like, look at look at all these people, like, <laughs> look at all these, like, you know, they're crying for me now, now, now that I'm dead or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, it's just kind of, yeah, I don't know. I just remember doing that and just... You know, being like this and when you crazy. took on people pain, what made you think you had taken the pain on of someone else? What made me think that I took on their pain? Uh-huh. Uh I don't know, maybe just just the fact that you're kind of thinking about them. Maybe. And so did they say, "Oh, here's what my pain feel like. I want you to feel it too." Because how do you know you're taking on someone that's a pain? Right. Unless you know. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you. I don't think you do know. I just think that you you think that you know. Yeah. Like you, you're just kind of in it, and you think you kind of see yourself as like you're kind of taking it on, and you kind of what a mess. You're huh? like in a story. Yeah. Our lives so messed up. We don't even know. <laughs> it's so messed up. We don't even know. Right. Just think about it. You think you're taking on somebody else's pain. And you don't even know what their pain feel like. Right. You don't even know what it is. They could be faking a pain. Yeah. And you're taking it on. Yeah. That's amazing, huh? Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Sometimes I think that too. I'm like, damn, how, like, how, how did I even get here? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, where am I? Like, like why is it? Why is this even a thing? Like, yeah. It's kind of yeah. It's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Joe, are you taking on somebody's pain before? You be like. Oh, yeah. i definitely taken on pain. And what was it like to take on someone else's pain? I don't even think I consciously tried to do it. I think I was just emotional, too. So whatever they were feeling, I just felt. And that's how I was able to, like, quote, unquote, relate. Because I felt the pain they were feeling in the moment. Like, if they're sad, I was emotional, too. So I knew I could recognize the sadness because you could feel it if you're emotional in that way. But I think it's just a fallen state nature and but now that i'm waking up and i can see to where sometimes i don't always understand what's going on so i can't uh properly respond because they're like well you're so you're so non-emotional but that's the thing is that people use those emotions to feel somebody else's pain but that's not helping the situation so now it's like with the light, you're supposed to be able to see it and deal with it, what you see. But before, yeah, I definitely took on the pain because I was feeling just as they were feeling. And would you feel holy and like you really cared and all that while you having someone else's pain? So you would think. It, it was genuine because I, I felt what they were feeling, even though it was wrong. Did they say they were feeling that way? Um. No, and there's times where they're faking it, and you can tell they're faking it. But did someone <laughs> say, hey, I feel this way, and then you took it on, or did you assume they felt that way? 
when they were when they were having pain, whatever it was. Right. Did you assume that you felt their pain, or did they say, you know, you really got my pain? I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I think just in the moment, you just you just you feel what they feel. But how do you know if they don't say you're feeling what I feel? Because you kind of you you just see it. You feel it though, but like if someone's really sad or whatever the case is, and you're emotional too, you know, like when when females talk and they start crying, and they both start crying, but it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like they don't really Everybody care about cry. what's being said. They just like feel their pain or whatever. So it's just like an but emotional they're not, thing. They're not feeling their pain. They're not in that body. How do they feel their pain? Well, they like they. It's an emotional addiction or something. It's something weird that's going on. But they feel they both, like, they just identify, oh, she's crying, she's sad, I feel bad that she's sad, I'm sad too, let's cry, regardless of what the issue is. <laughs> Isn't that insane? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's amazing, huh? Yeah. yeah. And do you take on people pain now? No, because now... And I didn't even try to do this, just like just growing, you know, in the light is that now it's like you have to learn how to because you don't feel what they feel. So it's hard to like be um, understanding because you just know, like, why are you crying? Right. But you can't just, you know, and sometimes in some cases you can just say, well, why are you crying? But not in all cases you you can say that, you know, it's important to understand. So now you have to be able to read what the right thing is to do because you don't feel the same anymore. And do you cry? Have you ever cried? Oh, yeah. And why do you cry? Um, you mean in general or like? Period. Um, well, I mean, there's, there's crying when you're just an emotional type of person. And then there's crying to where you may realize something. You're like, oh, that's deep. So I've done both. You know, Bo, uh-huh. have you cried over someone else's pain? I mean, no. have you cried at a funeral? I've never cried at it. Even, even, when my, even in the fallen state, I never really cried at the funeral. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. That's a, good, that's a good question. I really don't know. But I know now why. I, I mean, I guess I know now because then you really, why, Right. But I used to try to make myself feel sad even then to like, why am I not as sad as they are? Like, I'm, 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 I'm evil type thing. Yeah, right. But now I understand why I wasn't crying before because it's like, you why don't are you seem crying? like you would cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yes, sir. Oh, hold on for the mic right here. Earlier, when you were talking to him, you said beta. What does beta mean? (laughs) It's when a man is weak. When he has anger, he has fear, and all that. He's a beta male. I mean, weak. Are you a beta? Kind of, (laughs) yeah. Why do you say beta, though? Why don't you just say weak? It's a better way of saying weak. It makes me really think about it when you say beta. And it gets your attention. Why are you a beta? I don't know. I'm just a really, 
I'm just really emotional at this age. Oh, you're how old are you? Twelve. And how do you know you're emotional? I cry a lot. You do? What a And murder. I get mad a lot. <laughs> And I'm happy a lot. So what now? What? You say you what? I cry a lot, I'm mad a lot, and I'm happy a lot. Really? Yeah. And do you like beta beta? I mean, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's nice about it? I don't know. Just crying makes you feel better. It's oh, something about it. It's you like you're re- if you're mad, crying is like a better way to get rid of that anger instead of being mad and using it in a harmful way. Oh yeah. Do you know that boys are not supposed to cry? It's fine. If I don't know, a lot <laughs> of people say that. I don't care. <laughs> do you? Do you? What does your father say when you cry? And then you get mad, and then you feel happy. What does he say? I don't know. He just tries to comfort me. He tried to comfort you how? I don't know. He just squeezed me. (laughs) 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 It's it's not even like a hug. He's just like trying to suffocate me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And And does that work? I mean, yeah, it kind of stops me from breathing <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> so do you want to overcome that? I don't know. You don't know if you want to overcome it? I don't know. You don't know? No. Uh, you can't overcome it. So when you're ready to overcome it, ask me and I'll tell you, all right? How do I overcome it? By forgiving your mother because you're acting like your mother. Oh. Uh. You, you act just like your mother because at some point she made you angry. And, and once you became angry, you became like her. So you have all of the woman's emotions and none of the men. You're not like a man. A man is not emotional. So you have your mother's identity, right? So you have to forgive her for making you mad when you were a little kid. And God will forgive you. And then all that stuff will disappear. You got to forgive your mother. Okay. Did your father ever tell you that? No. Why not? I don't know. Uh, where's your father? At, at my house. He's at home right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, do your mother make you mad sometimes? A lot of the time, yeah. A lot of the time. And when you tell your father that your mother is making you mad, he needs to do something about it, what does he say? He said, that's on you. He does? Yeah, sometimes. Really? And what do you do about it when he says, that's on you? I try to talk to my mother about it. And, and what does she say when you talk to her? I don't know. We just talk it out. Oh, you talk it out? Yeah. And then she does it again later? Yeah. Yeah. Well, next time she does that, just tell her to calm down and don't you be mad about it. She just gets more mad if I say that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's not helping me. So what? It's not going to help me. She's just going to whoop me. Wow. <laughs> uh, you're so right, man. I understand that, too. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever asked your father, hey, I need you to help me with her? Not really. Okay, next time she does it, I want you to say to him, I need you to help me with this crazy woman. <laughs> She's crazy, Dad. I need your help. Will you say that? I'll try, yeah. Yeah. Ask your father to help her. Let him know, you know, because your father can't deal with her either. He, does, he can't handle her. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why he's not protecting you from her. So next time she does it to you, in case your father doesn't help, just let the anger pass 
and speak up, but let the anger pass. Don't be mad. And then you'll overcome all that emotional stuff. That's not good for you. All right? Then I won't be a beta? And then you won't be a beta. All right. You'll be an alpha. Alpha. Yes, right. All right? But so the next time your mother makes you mad, the anger come up. Just say, hey, I see you trying to make me mad. I'm not going to let it happen this time. And let it pass, and then you'll start to change. Okay. But ask your father to help you with her. It really said to him, I need your help with her. All right, this woman is crazy. All right. Can you say she's crazy? She's crazy. No, can you say that to her? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you'll be fine. You'll become an alpha. Okay. All right, because anyone that, any male that has anger is a woman. You don't want to be a woman, right? No. That's okay. weird. So what? That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. So forgive your mother. She can't help it. <laughs> All, right? All right? Nice. Amazing. Yes, sir. Do we raise our hand and talk? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, uh, I, I, just to kind of translate, beta is a ranking, right? So you, it's ranking the men is what you're saying. So there's alpha, then beta. So right. that's why you're so concise. He's putting you in a rank of other men. And it's, it's pretty cool because you know what I study to try to achieve, because it's what you try to teach, I can tell, is uh, I watched that scene out of the movie 300 after the battle, and the guy's putting the patch on his eye, and King Leonidas comes up and says, I trust that little scratch on your face won't hinder you any. And then he goes, nah, it's just an eye, sir. God has saw fit to give me another. That's right. And then so I try to achieve that as a man. That's what I want to become. And what are you doing to become that way? Just studying that, that, that mindset of wow. being strong and a leader in the face of adversity, no matter Do what comes at you. you ever cry? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what made you cry? Uh, it'll be a moment of uh, maybe knowing you're going to miss someone, you know, tragedy. Uh, and, it's, and like uh, he was saying, and I have a more... Like, it cleanses you, and then when you're done crying, then you're good and you're strong and you charge on, you know. And so why would you cry over missing someone? Uh, just because you know you're not going to be able to reach out to them anymore, and it's just, it's just a natural thing just to miss them every now and then and cry maybe. But but why? What purpose does it serve for you? Just a cleansing, just to get through the moment. You feel good when you cry? Uh, when you're done, yeah. Oh, you do you feel? What yeah. does it feel like after you're done? You can laugh, you can joke, you're cleansed. You know, better than like drinking, escaping, doing drugs or something. Oh. You cry. Is it normal to cry over someone? Yeah. What's normal about that? Uh, it's just a normal emotion that you go through knowing you might miss them or maybe they've hurt you and you got to get through it, cope, and then charge on and, and then re-grab that part of yourself and be strong. Interesting. How old are you now? If you don't mind saying? Uh, no, 54. And do you still cry? Yeah. Yeah, really? I cry a lot less. A lot less? Yeah. But you still cry? Yeah. Amazing. I totally understand it. Yeah, like two and a half weeks ago, my mom just died, you know? And then I opened her dead eyes, looked at him, told you, her I loved you. You opened your mom's dead eyes? Yeah. Cleaned you, the blood that, off her face. What does that mean? Kissed her on the forehead and told her I loved her. Wow. Yeah. So you went to the body and 
Over the eye? Yeah, I was a 24-hour nurse, and she died on me. What did that look like? They what start wrinkling I? up and drying up when they die. Well, did you run? Hell no. No, I cleaned the blood off, emptied the colostomy bag, kissed her on the forehead, said I love you. The guy showed up in, with the gurney, wrapped her in the sheet, and threw her in there, and I was strong, like we're talking about. Hand that back. is so sad, man. Well, no, nah, that's, that's life. That's, I mean, I barely cried because I was there to love her every day, so I'm cool. No regrets, nothing but pure love. Um, so was it, were you crying for her or for you? Uh, I was crying because I ran to the grocery store, and she died while I was gone. I wasn't there to hold her hand as she was going. That kind of... That kind of bothered me a little bit, so I had to cope with that moment. I said, all right, time to handle this. Be strong. Make mom proud. And so she felt proud? Oh, yeah. I was, I was her 24-hour you nurse. Your mother felt proud when you cried over her? Uh, yeah, I'm sure a little bit, but she probably was totally like, don't worry about it, son. We're good. You were there every day. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I ain't laughing. Oh, uh, no. I, hey, you let can, me ask. No, I'm cool. You could laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with that. Wow. Yeah. And so were you crying for her or for you? I was crying because I was pissed that I was at the grocery store. So but was that for her or for you? At you or at her? I was just more sad that maybe she might have wanted that or not, but I don't know. But I think that it was the way she wanted it. So you we were could. very close to your mother? Oh, super close, yeah. Super close. My best friend. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what was your father? Oh, my father's been in my life, but he, at a distance. Are you not you know, that's why when he was talking about his father, when I was a kid, my father would slap me in the back of the head and say, quit your damn crying, you know, nice. be a man. If he was that's, around that's, now, you'd probably Spartan, do the same Being thing. raised like a Spartan, instead of being permission to cry over every little thing, you cry over that toy in the grocery store. You know, I'm that generation. They drop yeah. down, look you in the eyes and say, you keep crying, I'm going to take you outside and give you something to cry about. Wow. Uh, and I'm so, so thankful for that. So would you rather have that from your father or to be crying over your mama? Oh, they're both good. They're, they're both, both good. Yeah, they're both good. I'm, I'm so glad I had a father in my life to, you know, like when I was cold at six years old, I wanted a jacket. I said, Dad, I'm cold. He'd say, go get a freaking jacket. What am I, your slave? You know, he made me a man from a child because it's that Spartan mindset you got to be brought up with. Amazing. You don't do a child any favors by coddling it too much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. What do you think about what he just said? I guess it's kind of the same way I was raised. You know. Oh, you cry too? Oh, yeah, I cry. Are you got brothers? <laughs> no, no. Do you friend. know each other? Yeah. Oh, you know him? Yeah, yeah. They, they invited me. We're super close friends, and they told me they come watch you. I watch you all the time. And I'm oh. Like, oh, man, you, you go to this church, and so they, they told me to come here. But this is your first time here? Yeah, yes. Oh, welcome, man. What's your first name? His name Mike? Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, my name's Gary. Oh, okay. I'm a teacher down here at this uh, Carthay Elementary, garden oh. teacher. Too. Oh, it's nice. Funny. I was a teacher right down the street. Do you take on other people's pain? Oh, I'm sure I do sometimes. Some people, like, it's funny hearing you talk about it. I just went through this last night. I was talking to some girl, and she's trying to put it on you. So she's hurting over something, and they try to put it on you and make you feel it and torture you with their pain. And I was like going through and like, man, why are you doing this to me? The guy that's actually here for you. And it was interesting. Was he able to put it on you? Oh, yeah. It was, you it, took it on? It was working. I was feeling it. I was like, <laughs> why are you doing this to me? And, uh, you know, yeah. Oh, amazing. Well, I'm glad you're here, man. Oh, yeah. Very you. interesting. Especially by pulling your, mo your dead mama eye open. That's amazing. 
Now I'm going through all of her stuff, moving it up to my land, where I got no rent, no mortgage, and then I'm going to be free on the coast, just right being 19, surfing and snorkeling <clears throat> and having fun. Nice. Are you going to visit with your father now? He lives in Hawaii. That's the only thing I can't. I would love to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So what do you think about all that? You say you cry too? Yeah, I do. You still cry? Um, not lately. What can make you cry? A sad movie. <laughs> a sad movie? <laughs> you said a sad movie? Uh, uh, a sad movie? Yep. <laughs> well, no wonder I'm talking about crying. <laughs> I wonder why this came up to me. So you and your wife go to the movie, and the movie is sad. No, this is at home. <laughs> oh, you cry? Do you let your wife know you cry? No, but my daughter always catches me. <laughs> Whoa. That's even worse. And does she say, come on, daddy, it's okay? No, she's like, ah, he's crying, look, he's crying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So should you cry? A man, should a man cry? Uh, no, I'm finding out maybe not. <laughs> You're finding out maybe not? Yeah. And why not? Uh, just because it's not good for men to have emotions like that. Yeah. And how did you become that way? How did I become emotional? Yeah. From my mom. Did you, did you call up or, or talk to us if we last talked? Not yet, no. And what are you waiting on? Well, I had it all set in my mind, and then she had like a health problem. I'm like, oh, maybe this isn't a good idea to bring it up right now. Is that and, what uh, Satan told you? Yep. And you listened to him? Yes, I did. But what would happen if she died before you can apologize? She might die before you can apologize. So if you got a, a sickness, that's a, more of the reason to go right to her and apologize because it's easier why she's living for most people. So that's not a reason not to go and say, I'm sorry for resenting you. Because and then it's also, for you, it's not for her. Then when I left here, I had all in my mind why I was, why I was forgiving her. Then after a while, I kind of forgot why. You know. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was I forgetting her for again? Yeah. Well, yeah. well. One thing about crying, because you have her nature, that's why you're crying like that. Yeah. So you felt other people's pain? Yeah, I have. And how do you know you were feeling their pain? I mean, maybe it wasn't feeling their pain, but, like, I guess I really get into movies, like a sad movie or something like that. And and so, you know, do you I guess maybe you put yourself in that position or that person. Yeah, so I am feeling their pain. Yeah. Do you put, do your wife ever make you cry? No. Has she ever made you cry? No. You never cried over your wife? No. Why not? You cried over the woman on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you love the woman in the movie more than you love your wife? Well, it could have been a man, too. <laughs> oh, you cried with both. Yeah. Nice. Uh, stop crying, man. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> and don't let your daughter see you crying. No, yeah, it's not a good example. Right. Yeah. I mean, are you doing a silent prayer? I have been a little bit, not all the time, but yes, I yeah. have been. Nice. Amazing. Um, yes, sir. 
So regarding crying, uh, I have to ask about the opposite because I I don't necessarily cry, but I tear up at happy things. So like if I see like a really good episode of Shark Tank or something like that, <laughs> like a, a little tear comes to my eye. Like I, I, I cry for happy things. So what are your thoughts and on that? And why do you cry for happy things? I don't know. I'm just I'm just like happy for people succeeding uh, at things. So, really? Yeah, I don't like You just can't cry, say right on, like, well done, you got to cry about it? I don't know, like, I, I tear up a bit, but I, I won't, like, cry, cry, but oh, you know okay. what I mean. So I was just wondering what Same your thoughts thing. on happy crying. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing, right. Yeah. I'll get to it in a minute, the depths of it, but do you ever take on other people's pain? No. Well, I have, but I, not anymore. And why did you at one time? Uh, I guess when you appear like empathetic to people's pain and stuff like that, like, uh, it's more of, uh, like you're trying to get them to, uh, agree with you or like appease to them. And, uh, I just realized we all have our own problems and to uh, avoid all that now. Are you able to stand aside and let people go through what they got to go through without you getting involved? I just watch it like a movie, like you said. And, and no matter what it seems like they're going through, you don't identify with it? I, not anymore. But you used to? Yes, absolutely. And what made you stop? Um, take me a long time to explain all that. But, yeah, I guess let's just not drinking and, like, just really clearing my mind and, you know. Amazing. Yeah. Nice. Do you cry? Do you, do you cry? Behind you. Yeah. In the pink. Oh, uh, yeah. What's your name again? Tell me your name. Cheyenne. Yeah, Cheyenne. I knew you had a sharp name. <laughs> Cheyenne. Um, Thank you. Do you cry sometimes? Um, yeah. And, and why? Not as much anymore, but um, it has to be, like, something, like, really emotional for me to cry. Like, yeah. during that time of the month or during a really... During like, that time of the month? Yep. During that time of the month. What, birthday celebration? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. You'll cry at that time? Like a little bit, yeah. Why would you cry then? Just because emotions come and, but, you know, with the silent prayer and with, like, you know, keeping myself in the present, it keeps me balanced. What, uh, do you ever take other people's pain? Um, not that much, but I have done it in the past, yeah. And why? Um, I've done it because, like others said, you know, you feel bad for them. When people tell me stories about what's been going on in their lives, you know, I feel bad. And then I start to feel what they feel in the moment. And then sometimes even, like, I'll hear a story and then I'll, like, feel bad that I kind of don't feel bad or I'm busy or I have things going on. Yeah. And, like, I'm just like, oh, you know, that's sad. <laughs> and, and then, and then, yeah, move on with life. And so when you would take on someone else's pain, did they, did they describe what the pain was like so you would know that you had their pain or did you assume it was their pain? That's what they were feeling. Yeah. Sometimes they would describe it to me, and sometimes I would assume. Yeah. And did you feel good about it at the time? Yeah. You did? Yeah. That's amazing, huh? Yep. Wow. What a mess. Yep. <laughs> no wonder we're so miserable. 
let me talk to the young man right behind you. Um, uh, have you ever taken uh, anyone else's pain? I don't think so, no. You've I, never I, done that? No, because I, I, I've listened to the question. I'm like, I don't even know how I would do that. Like, would it just cry with them? or Is that what you mean? Uh, we, someone is going, especially if they're close to you, yeah. and they're going through, it seems like they're going through something, right? And you would identify with that, what they're feeling and what they're thinking, and you would take it on too. No, definitely not. Even before, like, even when I was in the fallen state, I was never like that. Wow. Yeah, I was like pretty much in the opposite direction, like to a fault, I think. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. You were it, like, I don't care. What yeah, I'm... everyone in my family was always said that about me. I, like, it, I had relationships, and because I was too, uh, they said, cold-hearted or not emotional. So yeah. I was never I was never an emotional guy, And really. they were trying to make you be that way? Be oh, yeah. emotional? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, the yeah. The devil loves just, company. Huh? The devil loved company. Yeah, I just, it, I couldn't <clears throat> even fake it. Like, I couldn't even pretend it just to get, get through a situation. It just, I, 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 th- I can only remember one funeral I ever really cried at. And, like, I, 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 yeah, I just, I never had that, whatever. I just never had that. You never cried at a funeral or anything? Well, I mean, one in particular. Like, I had a close friend of mine a couple years ago. She she died suddenly. I, I've known her my whole life. And it just, since it all kind of hit me like a like a Mack truck, that's, it was more of a shock thing more than anything else, just because I didn't. And so know. were you crying over her that she died suddenly, or were you crying for yourself? Probably her. And why were you crying over her if she was dead? Because it's like you, you at the time I was, it was like I was like twenty five, and it was like it, again, it was just more of like a shock thing. It was just like, you know, she took her life. Sad to say, but it's she uh, took her life. Yeah, yeah. So that 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 kind of factor was was like, oh, I, you know, maybe if I gave her a phone call the day before or something like that, like you know, you just kind of run through those scenarios because the whole thing, like it just really out of the blue. That's so. Looking back, I feel like it was more of a shock. And so Satan said to you, okay, maybe if you had called yeah, her, exactly. maybe this. Yeah. And then that made you cry? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he made you feel guilty? Not guilty, just like you you, you have that kind of, uh, I don't know, like it's, let's say you're driving a car and like person doesn't put their seatbelt on and you don't say anything and then you get in an accident and they fly through the, like, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to think of a metaphor, but like, right. it's okay, like, yeah. It's like if I just told that person to put their seatbelt on, you know, it's like that kind of, that's what I was kind of relating it to, sort of. So if I just, like, spoke up and said something or just, you know. But, again, that was, like, that's only one time. And, like, other than that, it's like I've never really been, I never really got the whole sympathy crying for some other, you know. Have you ever cried over a breakup with a woman? Um, uh-huh. Not, not Honestly, not really. I mean, I did, I, I. The, the handful of relationships I had, it, it either ended because I was too, <laughs> what's the word, what do the kids call it, simp? Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> I was either uh, I was either in that direction or then I was either in the complete opposite direction. Right. Um, so, like, more often than not, it was because I just wasn't feeling, like, emotional enough and they just couldn't, like, they were like, you don't open up enough. I'm like, I don't want to. Like, <laughs> and, but then on the other time, I, I, would, I would definitely be on the other side of the, of the scale and be like, what can I do, baby? Like, you know, it was pathetic, but, you know. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, it was more often than not, it was just, I just was pretty, what they say, what they would say would be, uh, I would be too closed off. And I was like, well, like, I don't, I can't pretend to be emotional. I can't pretend to be, like, right. sympathetic. I'm, I just, I'm missing that part of my brain. I don't know. <laughs> Amazing. So, when you hear your husband say that he cried, 
and over a movie and your daughter see him crying, his daughter see him crying. What do you think about that? That you were a crying man? Um, before I used to think, oh gosh, <laughs> like just because he said he would say, "Oh, you're just cold-hearted," or something like that, you know. Right. And now I understand it, but before I'd be like, "Really?" You know, or just you'd be like disgusting. No, I'd just be like, I mean, sometimes okay, there's movies where yeah, it's a you know like a sad story or whatever, but. I'd be like, oh, it's just, it's just things that happen in the world, I guess. So you would be sitting there not crying while he's crying? Yes. Whoa! Whoa, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess. Yes. Amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the reason that... Yes, sir. <laughs> My ear feel like they're clogged up, like I'm on an airplane. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> is there anything worth crying over? No. There's nothing worth crying over. Nobody, no thing. Do you ever cry? Sometimes when I get like really good ideas, like I get like all blissful. You start crying. It's like a little tear. It's like a little like. Oh yeah. It's like a really good idea. Though. <laughs> it has to be a really good idea. Oh, you can sit by him. <laughs> Uh, and so, have you ever cried at a funeral or anything? I've never been to a funeral. You've no never one's, been to a funeral? No one's ever died in my family or none of my friends. No. How old are you? 29. And nobody ever died in your family, close uh, to family? All I, have right. all, I have all my grandparents, all my uncles, all my aunts. Right. Oh, okay. Amazing. Have you ever cried, Hassan? Uh, yeah. And you have, and why did you cry? Or do you cry? Do you cry a lot? Have or now? Before you woke up. Yeah, before all the time, yeah. <laughs> before you woke up, did you cry a lot? Yes. And why? Just like women being my God and stuff like that. But you, you didn't think of it at the time in that way, right? No. And why did you think you were crying at the time? I don't know. You don't know? And have you cried at a funeral ever? I, I'm like him. I've never been to a funeral. You've never been to a funeral either? Nice. All right. Um, have you felt other people pain? Um, no. And it's funny because I was just telling my girlfriend this the other day. Um, she was talking about like, Kind of what you were saying on the show this week about how, like, the audacity that people think that we have the ability to help somebody. Yeah. Like, it is interesting to think about that. Once you are aware of it, it's like, who do you think, who are you to think you can help someone when we can't even help ourselves? Yeah. So it's like, um, sometimes, like, when I make, like, liberal people mad, and then they start like yelling at me. Then I'll fake cry, because then I'll be like, <laughs> "You fake cry?" Yeah, to like make them like 
because I know it's like a back. It, it backfires on them because it's uh-huh. like we, you know. So, uh, <laughs> and, but I, I really cry about people now. Like when my girl was like, "Yeah, we need to like help this person." This that, and I was like, that almost makes me cry. Like the concept of like Jesus wept. Like he wasn't crying because of like whatever, whatever. He was crying because people lacked faith and people thought that they could control things. Yeah. So like now I cry over like people f- faking that they can like save the world, <laughs> and it makes me that yeah. that makes me kind of sad. Amazing. Yeah. Interesting. Do you cry? You never cry. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. You used to cry? Well, when I'd fall off my bike and skin my knee, yeah, that hurt. But, you know, have you ever cried over, yeah. over someone else? Yeah. And why? Looking back at it, it was all ego. It was all about me. No, but before, you, all the weight people, woke. <laughs> woke people. Yeah. No, wait. Why did you cry at the time you were thinking? Because it hurt. It was an emotional pain. And why was it hurting you? Somebody else's pain hurting you? It wasn't somebody else's pain. It was my pain. What do you mean? Like if, like when my mom died, I would have cried over that. You cried over your mother? Yeah, but that was all about me, not about her. And did you know at the time it was about you and not about her yeah, at all? Yeah, I knew that. And wh- why was it about you? In what way was it about you? Because she was dead. She didn't care. No, how was it about you? Why were you crying? Well, because I thought I'd miss her. You thought you would miss her? Oh, amazing. And so at the time you knew this is about me and not my mother? Oh, yeah. Amazing. Have you taken on other people's pain before? Oh, yeah. And how do you know you had their pain? Oh, <laughs> let me think about that. Probably, well, I don't know. I knew that because, well, this is the recent one. I had a friend who went to jail, and he begged me to bail him out, and I did it, and that was dumb. Yeah. So that's what made my example of taking on his pain. I see. But... So you took on his pain by bailing him out? Yeah. You felt for him being in jail? Yep. Why? Because I think he didn't deserve to be there. And who were you to make that decision? Nobody. But why did you make it there? I just did. Was this recently? No. Oh, a long time ago. ago. Oh, I see. Amazing. Any questions about this? The crime thing? Yes, sir. Um. Well, it's more about the taking on someone's pain thing than the crying. The crying thing seems to make sense. It makes sense? Yeah. To cry? No, the concept of what you're asking makes sense. I guess the only... I don't see any sense in crying at this point in my life. Um, I used to cry. I, I heard once from somebody... You used to cry, you say? When I, yeah, I used to cry maybe before I started praying more. And, and being, why would you cry then? In my past, I cried for all sorts of reasons. I like, I often cry during, like, uh, he described it as happiness, but I guess triumphant moments. I, re- I heard once from a man that men often cry over triumph and women cry over tragedy. Um, but I cried all, for all sorts of reasons when I was younger. Um, the situation he described happened exactly to me. Someone passed away in my you arms. Didn't I cry cried when over you were older? Since been older? I haven't cried in a while, and the last time I cried was because I was. Last time I cried was probably before I I, I let go. I kind of like gave up trying to fight 
a lot of the times in my life when I look back now, knowing what I know now, I would cry. Looking back, I would cry during moments where I feel like something, maybe it was, maybe it was God, was trying to get my attention and I was fighting and fighting like I knew better. Oh, okay. And I was crying right. to get sympathy or something like that. But the, the thing I had a question about is um, not about the crying thing, about um, taking on other people's pain. Have you done that before? Again, I think before I did a lot of things that I wouldn't do now and I don't do now. I don't so think you have can you taken take it on. Before you woke up, did you take on people's pain? Sure. I think all of us have tried to, but I don't think it's all possible. All of who? Uh, I, I really couldn't when even... When you say all of us, all of who? The demons is that? I'll, say, I'll speak for myself. I may have in the past thought <laughs> I was taking on other people's pains, but I don't think that's possible. I think I was just doing an ego play. I don't think yeah. people's pain is real, physical or emotional. I don't think my idea of taking on someone's pain is real, physical or emotional. So it's just two egos playing into each other. I've I, I never been able to take anyone's pain. That's why... But no you one thought can you the did question. at the time, right? I probably thought I could, but I was no, lying did to you, myself. At the time, did you think you were doing that? Of course, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it's possible. I think that that's just the ego lying to you, right? That's why no one can answer that part of the question. Because you can't, you can't know what someone else's pain is because their pain is not even real. It's a lie. They're believing. Okay. Amazing. Yes, ma'am. Last word on that, and then I got to move. Interesting, man. I actually realized this, like, yesterday or a couple of days ago. I was like, I can't believe I don't cry anymore. Because, like, sometimes I want to cry, and I can't even cry if I wanted to. But I used to cry myself to sleep, like, every night. You know, in- instead of doing the silent prayer <laughs> before I sleep, I would cry before I slept. And that was, like, my routine before sleeping. I don't know. So and you then, don't cry anymore? No. Have you ever cried over the loss of a boyfriend? Um, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and why did you cry then? Um, because I thought, like, we were together. I thought we were, like, one, but I was like, wow, he doesn't need me, I guess. And you start crying? Yeah. Well, because, um, I felt like, no, I just, I don't, I didn't think about it like that. Um, well, I guess it's because I, before I was suffering, and then when I met them, I thought, like, oh, I'm not suffering anymore, and then, um. When, like, say we broke up, I was sad because I thought I was alone again. So just because I was suffering, I thought I was alone by myself. Um, that's why I would cry, you know, oh, just because okay. I thought I was by myself. And now you don't cry. Why not? Um, I guess I'm not suffering. Like, there's nothing to really cry about. Oh, okay. Um, but before, I just felt like I was suffering. I was alone. And then, say, if... I wanted to be there for someone else. I just felt like, oh, they don't need to be alone. I could be there for you. Amazing. Molly, you cried before? Oh, yeah. A lot. I, I used to cry for everything. I remember <laughs> in first grade, um, I would, yeah, when I wouldn't get my way, I would cry. And I remember my teacher moved my desk to the corner because of how of a crybaby I was. I was I would oh. <laughs> I would destroy like parties. This is crybaby corner. Yeah, like because yeah, yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. Yeah. And have you ever cried at a funeral or anything like that? No, actually, um, the only time that I did cry was um, when my friend killed herself um, a couple years ago. And why did you cry over that? Um, 
that year is, you know, like many Christians say, like when I received Jesus so in my life. Like many Christians say when I received Jesus in my life that year. And I remember um, when I was going through that transition, I was spending time with her, but she didn't. I remember I was telling her about God, and I really couldn't help her, but she wasn't trying to listen. And when I left Chicago that year, um, I just disappeared. I didn't say bye to anyone. So when I found out that she killed herself later that year, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I felt like I wasn't. I started thinking like the enemy was telling me that I wasn't there for her. I probably didn't tell her enough about Jesus, and she's in hell now. So things like that, yeah. So I did cry for, for her for that one. And you said right after you received Jesus? That year. Is that what you said? That's what I said, yes. Received Jesus? Yeah. How do you receive Jesus? When I surrender, well, from what I understand, that I decided to walk the Christian life. Oh. Yeah. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So the reason I asked this question, I mentioned about, I talked about this on the radio. I was talking to a very nice lady, and this lady had a lot of pain. She was stressed out, very emotional, and all those things that come with taking on other people's pain, right? And so she was talking about how she was looking out in the world to see what's going on with the war that's happening. She felt for the Ukrainian people. She was looking at what's happening around us with the stuff that's going on in our country. And she would take taking on the pain of that. And then she was taking on the pain of the friends that are around her, the things that they were going through. And the problem is, it made her sick. She got her blood pressure rose and all kinds of things started happening to her. And But she didn't know it was because she was taking on other people's pain, right? So she went to the doctor. She had all kinds of physical examinations. And the doctor couldn't find anything. And, it, and so I asked, well, how is your life personal, your life? She's like, oh, it's fine. I'm married. I have a good husband. He, try, he corrects me. He provides. I'm a, I homeschool. I live in a beautiful home. Everything is fine for me. It's all is well. And so the doctor told her, miss, we can't find anything. I don't know why your blood pressure is going up, except that it's all in your mind. It's not real. It's all in your mind. And she couldn't believe that there was, there was nothing wrong with her medically because she was having the high blood pressure and stuff. It all came from that. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. What human beings don't realize, and I'm realizing more and more, is that you have completely identified with the devil. You have completely identified with the devil and don't know it. Because all that emotional stuff, you can't take on somebody else's pain. You can't even take your own pain. You can't even handle that, right? Because the pain is from the devil. As someone was saying, it's all an illusion. It's not even real. Like when someone committed suicide, Satan tell you, oh, you should have been there. You didn't tell her enough about Jesus. How much more you need to tell about Jesus? You know what I'm saying? She didn't want to hear about Jesus. But Satan makes you think that, then you feel guilty. Oh, I should have done more. That's not God telling you that. That's Satan telling you that. Not God. God does not have us crying over all this mess. I heard someone said that 
death is precious, something like that. And so when someone dies, we should really take it seriously, really, because they did. We should honor death. We should respect death. I'm like, that's the same. God doesn't respect death. He sent his son to destroy death. He conquered death. He destroyed death. So if he thought death was so precious and something that we should be carrying on about, why did he destroy it? Just think about that. That's from the devil that we're so identified with him and with his ways of thinking and his feelings. We think that is us. And then we've been taught to be that way. As you were saying, you see your mother and everybody else doing it. And the devil loves company. If you're the kind of person that don't cry, you're not into all that stuff, they'll tell you, why do you cry over Aunt Lily? You're just sitting there. Or over Mama, or over Daddy. And they'll say, you don't love you. Cold-hearted. Because the devil can't stand for anyone to have peace around him. Because you may influence someone else to overcome him. And so that's why he try and try and try till he bring everybody into his darkness. I want you to pay. And another thing, don't ever, 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 but never, 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 ever let another human being get in the way of your ego dying and you growing. Don't ever let anyone stop that because they're stopping you from becoming alive. If they want to fill the bear, let them fill the bear. They take on a bear for you, that's fine. But don't you let them stop you from when the motorcycle pass. <laughs> it's a bunch of motorcycles? Yeah. <laughs> that's what? Was it motorcycles? Yeah. I bet they're all white, huh? They all what? It's, it's a Honda Grom ride. They're all probably Oh. That's their favorite bike. But don't let anyone, don't let anyone stop you from going through the dying process. Don't let anyone feel sorry for you at all. Just say, what type of ego you must have that you think you could feel sorry for someone else? You're not God. God doesn't even feel sorry for us. Have you noticed that? God will let us do all the crazy, dumb things and all kind of stuff. He'll let you be a drunk, an alcoholic. He'll let you lose your house and live on skid row. Have you noticed that? He'll let mama die. He ain't going to pull over her eyes and see what's going on. <laughs> He's just going to say, mama dead. Now go and live. But it's all drama and it's coming from evil and it's coming from your identity, our identity. I used to be a cry. I used to be a beta. I used to cry too, so I know what it is, right? But I didn't know at the time I was getting all that information from the devil. And that the devil is emotional. The devil has fear. The devil makes you think these things. Don't let anyone think for you. You think for yourself because they'll take on it and they'll be thinking that they're thinking for you. You go through what you got to go through to overcome this death. Let the ego die. Don't protect the ego at all. You ain't got will have any been to crying over anyone. If God doesn't cry over us, why are we crying over one another? He made us. If daddy ain't crying, why are we crying? I ain't wait for that mess before I have to cry. <laughs> Uh, 
amazing. So there's a bunch of, is it motorcycle you say? Yeah, they're motorcycles. Motorcycles going by, folks, and it's a hot day today. Uh, do y'all understand that? And you would know if you pay attention to yourself. Really. Pay attention, and you would see that's not you crying. It's not you thinking that. Really. You're not in charge of anything at all. Satan is setting you up. That's why God wants us to overcome the world. Because Satan is death. We have identified with everything but God. I, I did an interview this morning, early this morning, and I was talking to an interview. I was being interviewed by a bunch of Israelites. Is it Israelite? Yeah, Israelite. Black people think that they're the first Jews or they're the real Jew. So I asked them, if you're the real Jew and the real Jew is not the Jew, why are they doing better than you? <laughs> and you're the real Jew. You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> then he read some scriptures to try to... They, they're, they're worse than the Bible thumpers. The black Israelites, they make the Bible thumpers look tame. Really. It almost made me not want to call the regular Bible thumper Bible thumpers. Because the Israelites, I mean, they are so crazy. But it's only because they can't see, though. They wear the same uniforms, and they all just... How do you have a conversation like that? Just quote the Bible. Well, let's hear what the Bible says over there, brother. <laughs> and then I asked one of the, those guys a question, and before he can answer, the other guy jumped in. I'm like, don't answer for him, mama. Stop, mama. There's a bunch of them together. It was funny. But listen. All of your ideas, all of your thoughts, everything you think you know are all from the devil. You don't have a thought at all. You never had one, and you never will have one. All of your thoughts about anything is from the devil. And when you obey them, when you believe them, you're worshiping the devil. All in the name of Jesus, you're worshiping the devil. Because you're not believing God, you believe in the devil. All of your thoughts about anything is of the devil. So don't let someone else's devil's ways get in the way of you. Let them be that way. Don't try to force them to overcome it. But all thoughts, all the, when, when, when the devil told you to pull over mama's eye, that was from the devil. <laughs> Mama didn't even want you to pull it. That body was dry and gone. Mama was gone somewhere, right? And you up there looking at her eyes. What a mess. I've heard it all. But anyway, I saw a hand. Let me take Joel first, and then I, I saw your hand too, right? Okay, go ahead. Me? Yes. Uh, I was just agreeing. Could you make it, it's, uh, as, as everybody was talking, it's like, it's a lack of understanding why we take on other people's pain, because what it really is, now that I'm thinking about it, now that you made the point, is like, like Satan makes us have an attachment yes. to to certain things. So you think like the other day, like my I had a couple of friends who were trying to get me to go out but I didn't want to go. <clears throat> and they're like, Come on, please, you know, yeah. doing like the Yeah. And Satan was like, Just go, you know? Yeah. But I didn't go and he was trying to make me feel bad about it. But it was yeah. only because I lacked the understanding and 
had this attachment, not even knowing that I'm going to let them down. But it's just caring about what other people, what, what, how they feel about it. When in actuality, it's like, you don't want to go, you don't go. But it's attachment that he makes you feel yes, that right. now it's important. Like, if you don't want to go. Because when you attach to any ideas or, or thoughts, ideas, uh, uh, when you come up with your own decisions, you have attached to those things, they're all wrong. And so you don't want to be wrong when you think you have a good idea. You don't want to be wrong when you think you're in a relationship. It's all an attachment. It's a false attachment. It's not from God. You cannot attach to money, places, or things, or anything. Really. So if you watch it, though, that's why you need to get to know yourself so you can see what's going on inside of you. And you'll see how you'll grow into it. You won't see it right away, but you'll grow into it. And you start, because a little light is shining, and that little light is separating you from the not you. It really is. It might not feel like it at the time, but it really is. And you stay with it, stay on that straight and narrow path, no matter what happened on that path, because a lot is going to happen on the path, right? And everything that happens on the path, if you don't overreact to it, you see, it's, it's destroying the ego. It's letting you see your attachment to the ego, and you will overcome it. it everything that happened to you on that path is saying to you, you have the wrong relationship with this ego thing. This is too important to you. This is that. You're worried about your reputation. You're worried about your money. You're worried about your friends. You're worried about your children. You're worried about something. You have the wrong relationship. That's why it's happening. It's a wake-up call. It's not something for you to start crying over and carrying on over and talking to other people about it. It's to relax and let it die. All thoughts are all lies all the time. And so don't let people get in the way of your growth, of that dying process. That makes sense? Don't let them feel sorry for you. Do not let that happen at all. Because don't, if they judge you, let them judge. That's on them and not you. Because we are not in control of anything. Of ourselves, we know nothing. We are not, only a fool think that he or she is in control of anything. You're blind. You're not in control. And no one is better than us. Everybody got the same demons to overcome. And when you overcome it, you have the same God. We are no different than the color. That's it. Everything is the same. And those Israelite people said, I asked the Israelite, did they, did they love white people? And they're like, no. And, and, and they read it and they said, okay, let me have a scripture. And somebody read it. I'm like, what a mess. And then they read about Esau, or somebody named Esau in the Bible, right? And they said Esau was red. Because I asked, how? So, if, so when I asked, did you love the white man? They were trying to prove why they should not love the white man. They said God didn't love the white man. I think, am I saying it right, Chris? Yes. Yeah, God didn't love the white man. Right. They think that Esau is white people, and I think Jacob is black. I don't understand that. I thought they were brothers, so that doesn't make it. That doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Maybe the, maybe the mama cheated. Could be. So one was black and one was white. But they said, and so they read the scripture, and the scripture said, according to what they read, Esau was red. Right? So I asked, how did you get, if Esau is red, how did you come up with white? Because I'm thinking if Esau is red, he must have been an Indian. 
because the Indians are known as being red, right? And they think, and so how did you come up with white out of red? It's so crazy. But it was a mess. The, the devil got them. They literally cannot see. People would, wouldn't do the things and say the things and act the way they act if they were able to see. If we could see, we would not be doing all these crazy things. You just can't see. That's what the problem is. And God wants you to come into the light so you can see. And he'll take care of the rest. All thoughts, all lies, all that. So stop out this crying. What the? And don't feel sorry for anyone. They got to go through that in order to hopefully wake up. Sometimes the pain wakes people up. Sometimes it doesn't, but most of the time it does. Let me do this real fast because I want to get to the biblical question. I saw your hand and way in the back in the green shirt. And, and, and my friend right here. Okay. Yes. Yeah, um, I guess uh, kind of to, to add on or kind of to question what I was thinking is um, th- it sometimes don't, like, uh, I'll speak for myself, right? but um, or isn't sometimes like, like a little bit of crying, isn't that kind of sobering sometimes to the person? Because you kind of realize, it's kind of like how you're saying, like the pain that, the ego pain that you go through. Um, At least, like for me, like I've just observed that, that sometimes when I think back of those moments that I've been in, it's like you're like crying, and then it's like you realize like, wow, this is so dumb. Why am I crying? Right. But you wouldn't even have that cry. You have to look back into the imagination. There's no way else to look back to, right? Yeah. And so you'll look back in imagination, and imagination tell you something, and then you'll cry from that. Those are not your own natural crying. Right. If you didn't get if you didn't get into the imagination, you would be doing internet stuff. You would be free today. Of all things. Vices and everything. You would be free. It's the imagination. Yeah. And imagination is of the devil. There is a practical way of thinking. You know, like, what you gonna wear if you wanna buy a suit for a funeral? Or if you wanna get something to eat. Or if your car needs repair. Just a, there's practical way, but that's of the mind. It's not of the imagination. Because once you're done with that, you, you're done with that. Right. And so anytime somebody else takes your pain, you know that this person is crazy, all right? Don't let that happen. They're stopping your growth. So if, that, if, if you think back, you're only thinking into the darkness of the imagination. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't mean that so much. I meant more so like, like a person could also, because of their ego, they might not want to cry, right? Like they yeah, might, they try to suppress it. They're trying to suppress it. Yeah, yeah hold it, hold I mean. it back. And they hold it back, and yeah. it's like that's why I'm saying, like in that sense, you oh, kind of have to let your ego go to kind of like be like, okay, so you yeah, know, you let cry. that happen. Let that happen. Don't fight you. against the ego. Right. Don't fight against the ego. You're right. Yeah. So let's say we all sit here. Some of you guys, let's say you want to cry right now, right? Go ahead and cry. We're not going to judge you because you're not controlling the ego. You're not fighting it. You're not God, right? And if anybody judges you for crying, that's on them. You just let it flow. And you'll see, as you were saying, like, what yeah. the? What am I crying for? And you realize, I got into the imagination for some reason, something I didn't see. And that's what made you cry. Absolutely. Right, yeah. So let that happen. Don't try to control it. Right, yeah, exactly. And- 
Amazing, huh? Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> no fighter. <laughs> I just want to add that. <laughs> so when uh, I say I just want to comment that. Yeah. Because I know some people they, they'll a, probably be thinking like, "Whoa, I'm never gonna cry." Like, no, 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 don't. Like, <laughs> you can't control the ego. Right. Let the ego happen so it can die. You let things happen so you can see how you are in the moment of it, so you can discover from it. All right. That makes sense. Don't control this because you're right. Some people will try to control it now. Let me take right here, and then the young man in the green shirt, and I have my biblical question. Uh, yes, who? Right here, right here. So I have a question. So my, so if I had a situation and, like, I can see all the thoughts that are coming, right? And I'm like, oh, they're just lies. Just should I sit in that, or because yes. sometimes I just go. Okay, I see they're all lies. And then, like, for example, this really happened is I was like, oh, I didn't watch Hake's Crucible thing, right? So I was like, oh, I'm going to... So I immediately went from, oh, the, all the thoughts that are coming up are lies. Now I'm going to watch that. Or should I not have watched that and been like, I'm going to sit in it and, like, feel it? Let's say if a quick... If a thought comes and you catch it before it can make you feel a certain way, you let that go. But if a thought comes and you... It's, you believed in it, and now you're having some type of pain or doubt about it. Sit in the pain. Don't do anything. Just let it be there. And so if hate shows on, and the thought said, oh, you should have listened to the hate, don't listen. Let that pass. That way you stop obeying oh, okay. the thoughts. Okay. And then go later and listen to the show. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to let every thought pass so that you are growing away from them. You cannot or should not obey any thoughts at all about anything. Because being aware, because hate show is not so important. You got it, got it, got it, got it. Oh, I missed it. Right, no, right. But but I would. Sorry, hate. Even though you had a birthday that still lasts for the whole year. Yeah. Um, Because I'm just saying because I I can see the thought. But and I was like, "Oh, those are lies." So I'm not going to go into it. That's right. But then I was thinking, but I didn't realize till you said right now, like that thought came up. Oh, you watch the Hague show. It's yeah, you know. And see, what happens is when people are not feeling the pain, they tend not to be aware. They tend to go away and not be conscious, right? Because there's no pain to remind them. But you, by being aware of the Hague show and you're not feeling anything, you're still conscious because what what they would do. He would give you things to think about, but there's no pain to it, and you would go unconscious and believe in him. And the moment you go unconscious, he'll dump something on you and make you feel pain. He'll take you deeper. Mm. But if you could be aware of those little things like that, you'll be aware of the big things that come to come. But most people get relaxed when there is no pain. And they only pay attention when they have pain. They should be paying attention when they don't have pain. Only an idiot would not pay attention when they don't have pain, too. God said to pray without ceasing, right? He didn't say to just pray when you only have pain. You should be conscious when there is no pain, when there's no worry and all that kind of stuff. Always be aware. Don't relax because Satan does not relax. Okay. That makes sense? Yes. So when you don't have pain, when you're not suffering, you still be aware. You want to walk in the light and you'll grow in the light. You will grow in it. Uh, yes, sir. In the green shirt, yeah. Um, my question is, why do people have the ability to even cry? They don't have the ability. They've been deceived. 
uh, emotionally by hating. Because if you have anger, you will you'll take on the devil's nature. And the devil's nature is emotional. He has fear. He has doubt. He has worry. He plays God. He's up and down with life. And it's all emotional. And that's why we must be born of the nature of God. Human nature is evil because human nature is of the devil, right? So we must be born of the nature of God. And that is not all that junk stuff. It's freedom. Then why do we have the ability to excrete tears, for example? What's the purpose of that? Uh, you, because you're in a fallen state and you're emotional in that fallen state. It's all about what you think, how you feel, who like me, who don't like me, blah, blah, blah. You're emotional. But once you overcome that fallen state, you're no longer emotional. You're no longer, you start to overcome that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Are you doing the prayer, the silent prayer? Yes. Yeah, stay with it. All right. Listen, on that path, straight and narrow path, it ain't easy on that path if you think you're in charge. But if you know you're not in charge, it's easier. And once you get on that path, you cannot get off. And everybody will be wondering, why don't you stop? Why don't you stop? No, no, no. But you can't stop. Because once you come into the light, once you awake, you can't go back to sleep. You have to stay on there. You have no other choice. No matter what happens. All right? Yes, sir. You had your hand? Okay. If the devil has fear, who is he scared of? He's scared of everybody and everything. He's afraid of everything. He's afraid of what you think about him. He's afraid of not, you're not being friends with him. He's afraid of you getting away from him. He's afraid of losing your soul. He's afraid of everything. He's all fear. That's why he would be, have fear within because they have the same nature. He is afraid to speak up without hating. He's afraid of everything. Okay. Did you get angry this week? I'm sorry? Not much. Right on. You just got angry a little bit? Yeah. What made you angry a little bit? I remember one time I got angry, but I forgot okay. what happened. Nice. Let it pass. All right? You'll be fine. Try to forget about it. You said what? I'm trying to forget about it. Nice. Amazing. Just imagine if he stayed that way the rest of his life. How old are you? Eight. Just imagine from now on he never gave it to anger again. He's going to fly through this building on a cloud. <laughs> That's amazing. Nice. Um, biblical question. Do you have a showcase personality? Do you have a showcase personality? Anybody has a showcase personality? Three. Can I get four? Four. No five? That's the question. <laughs> and because of time, I'm going to move fast on this. Ermis, do you have a showcase personality? I have no clue what that means. You, you don't have None. Nice. Who has one? Let me see the hand of those. Joel, you say you have a showcase personality. What is it? What's um, your showcase personality? I mean, it seems like... Um I don't know. Showcase to me seems like an, like, uh, I guess an outgoing personality or, uh, attention seeking. Attention seeker? You're an attention seeker? 
I think at times that can be the case. Is this when you were when you were living in Arcassi or Castro? Shreveport. Oh, Shreveport. Shreveport. <laughs> you're called Sweetport, Shreveport. You know you're black. <laughs> and so you think that is what now? Like. Um, I don't know. Show off. Oh, show off. Uh-huh. And do you have that? I can. I can. And 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 you cannot. And you can. You, yeah, well, I mean, do you control that or something. It's helpful with what with what I do. So I allow it, but I can see how if it's not checked, it can be showcased. It oh, can okay. be overdone. Um. One thing I want to say about the happiness when you're in the light. And the ego is dying. You're supposed to have a good attitude. There's nothing wrong with being happy, going through all that stuff. Just so you know, all right? Because you know God is with you, and you know there's nothing you can do, right? Why be sad? What is there to be sad about? So you should have a good personality. Don't let Satan rob you of that. Just because the ego is dying, you're seeing all this stuff, and the world turns against you. Don't change you. Don't don't be stupid. For well, lack of a better word, <laughs> a quick word, yeah. Uh, hey, do you have a showcase personality? Yes. And what's your showcase personality? What is it? It's um, like a. It's like a pretending. It reminds me of your how many identities do you have, and it's like I'm presenting in a certain way around people like I'm faking it like I um, am not quite prepared but I kind of fake it yeah and that's one example of it at least that I can think of oh okay and so you're aware that you're doing that when you're doing it um I know that I sometimes have an inkling that I'm doing it I don't know if I'm aware that I'm doing it when I'm doing it always what's the difference between your inkling and awareness <laughs> well inkling is awareness yes but I don't know. Sometimes I, I go like, unco- like for example, one time, maybe this week, you caught me going kind of unconscious even when I was on my show. Right. So in that way, I wasn't aware of it. Oh. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Chris, you have a showcase personality? These are my experts in case y'all don't know, so y'all need to hear this. No, I don't. You don't have a showcase? What is a showcase personality? Showcase personality. I, I've never really heard the phrase or the question or anything like that. Right. So I, I'm just going off the, going off my gut. Uh, <laughs> and that's the same as inkling? Yeah, it's like an inkling. <laughs> it's just a, my sense, my sense of what you're getting at, uh, would be uh, similar to what Hake says. You know, you kind of present yourself in a certain way. And I think, you know, it can, based on the ego, how you want to be seen so on and so forth, just kind of acting a little bit disingenuous. Okay. Uh, so I don't tend to act like that. Is Francisco here? Oh, okay. Do you have a, a showcase personality name? Yes. Anchor Baby? Yeah. I Which do. name do you guys like best? Anchor Baby Show or Nick Stream? Nick Stream. Let me see the Anchor Baby. Split decision. <laughs> how many like the Anchor Baby? And how many like Nick Stream? Oh, the next screen where? What the? I know what I'm doing. Okay. So what? 
I said, I know what I'm doing. That's right. <laughs> Evidently. Evidently. Do you have a yeah. showcase person? Yeah. Um, I thought of the question the same as James thought of it. It reminded me of the identities question you had not too long ago. And I was, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't give it too much thought. And then I was, I was cutting some videos from my show. I was like, oh, my God, I have a showcase personality. <laughs> Amazing. And it's just like, you know, I find myself, you know, I find myself being myself on the show, on my show. But I also find myself doing things that I'm like laughing at someone, like a caller. I'm laughing at something that's I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why am I laughing? <laughs> or just anything. So it's, it's just like identities you have and oh, you're doing okay. things you don't want to do, I guess. Interesting. So the time is like totally out, but I do want to just hear from two three other people about this. And and this is your first time here, so you definitely get the opportunity first. And we already know about you. You pulling mama eye open. <laughs> I, I definitely have a showcase personality. And what is a showcase personality? Uh, your, what is your showcase personality? It's interesting. People have said to me, and they try to make me feel bad about it. So I just own it because if you act different when the camera's on, right? Well, I'm like, well, you're damn right I do. Like, I can't help it. That's just what I am. I'm naturally a performer. Oh, okay. It's just, and so no matter what anybody says, I don't let anybody make me feel bad about it. It's kind of like, if you're good at your job, and it's what you are, I'm not, my ego doesn't get affected if you try to make me feel bad about it. It's like, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, okay. I fully own it. And... I was a singer in a band for 20 years. I spent my whole life on stage. You know, I currently live on my... What type of music? Uh, alternative rock. Oh, okay. And so, so people would try to make you feel bad, like there's something wrong with that. I'm like, oh, you're darn right. I'm a showcase personality. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's Maybe. why, because I utilize my personality to carry a message or all kinds of stuff. And, and I'm on TV, too, so I'm a television personality. So oh, okay. I'm fully... A showcase oh, yeah, personality. You have a showcase. Yeah, and so sure. I, I own that, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's it's kind of like if you have a job and you're a mechanic, there's nothing wrong with being a mechanic. Okay. I'm a showcase personality. Amazing. Do you have a showcase personality? No, I don't think so. You don't? No. A have you ever had one? Um, I think I had the opposite. When I think about a showcase personality, I think about, like, you have to present yourself. You have to kind of adjust and put yourself out there in a certain way. And I used to not want to put myself out there at all. Uh, so I think somewhat the opposite. Interesting. Um, do you have a showcase person? Alvin? No. And, and what is a showcase personality? Um, I, when I think of a showcase personality, I think of like something on display, what you want other people to see, uh, um, how you represent yourself and other people interpreting that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, no, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, nice. So, a uh, showcase, where I, oh, you had your hand, right? Uh, and what were you going to say real fast? I was just going to add to what you were saying about how, um, I think there's something to be said for artists and performers who um, use their showcase personality to display their talents or try to encourage people or they live through the arts. Oh, okay. Amazing. What, Hassan? All right. <laughs> Chris. 
Chris, it's his fault. I know, man. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I, I just want to say, yes, I do. And I like what you said, that men, when we wake up and we become, you know, of the nature of God, that we are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. Yeah. And we're supposed to, you know, like you said, salt brings flavor. And we're supposed to be flavor of the earth. Yeah. And the men should bring that so we can be examples for everyone else. I wish men understood the depth of why y'all need to wake up, why we all need to wake up. You are really sons of God, really. And the devil knows that. And the devil is working overtime to stop that from happening. He's doing everything to men to make that not happen. Because if men woke up, the light comes on, it's over. The devil cannot win anymore. We are needed, man. And I know we all have been traumatized, been through a whole lot of stuff and in imagination and feeling and acting like little women, right? But you are needed, really. If you understood, and you will as you're waking up, you're going to understand the depths of why you need to be waking up, why you need to be coming back to yourself and overcome all this stuff we picked up along the way, all right? You will know it. Just stay on the street and there. Just see your hand. I'm sorry? For the showcase, yeah. for the, okay. Oh, for the showcase? Go ahead. I think showcase personality is kind of like that personality your mom puts on after she beats you up and then somebody comes over and all of a sudden she's nice. <laughs> that's a good example. I think that's that's where we, I think that's where at least I learned it from. Yeah. You know, like beating you up mentally and all, all day and then, oh, you know, that's happy the rainbows or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. So to add to all this, and because of time, showcase, you know where I get this, what made me realize this? I've been reading and watching more of those shows that talk about real stuff. And there's, I saw this story about this uh, guy from Russia. Remember I mentioned him before? He was like one of those, uh, what do you call those guys that Putin is? A KGB guy. And, and he was talking about how when the media would come to, uh, go to Russia, Russia would lay out, the, and, and most co- all countries do this, right? They would lay out the red carpet. And they would invite all the media and the presidents and the representatives to the best cafe. It may not be but one restaurant in town, but it's the best, right? And they would dress it up and invite everybody there. And then they would take them to the White House and show them around and they would clean up the jailhouses. You know how they did over in Inglewood when they wanted to have their little sport thing they just had? They got rid of the homeless people. There was like homeless people everywhere all around the stadium. They were living in the stadium. They cleaned them all out. Like, I was like, where did they put them? <laughs> and so they, they lay it all out. So the media, everybody come in and they red carpet, best cafe, great wine and food and have a big old nice meeting at the White House. And then uh, they showed them the daycare center and the jails and things. They all nice and clean and beautiful, right? All clean up. And so the media go back and they report on it. And they're reporting all these beautiful things, right? And he was saying that one time uh, there was a media person that had been there before. And this media person knew where all the junk was. All the bad prisons, right? And so this one media person asked this other media, so you think that this is it, huh? 
Like, yeah, this is so beautiful. And like, come with me, let me show you the real deal. And they took them to the jail houses that were slave houses, right? Junk, bathroom dirty, there were poor people outside of town, couldn't eat, homeless people everywhere. They were punishing people unnecessarily. All kind of stuff was going on. That's the, uh, that's the showcase personality. This fake thing you show. So it's in all of us too. Every human being got a, a showcase personality. Because you grin when you really don't want to grin. You're laughing when you, it ain't funny, but you're afraid not to grin. You, uh, if the person's in a leadership parole, uh, position, you'll be afraid not to disagree when you really want to disagree. When inside, you're thinking all kind of evil thoughts about it. Hell going on on the inside, right? And you show the, you show the fake personality instead of the real deal. Instead of that showcase thing that's really there, you hide that. You don't like your mama, but you go to her house anyway and grin. You don't like people. People don't like people, but they grin and pretend anyway. That's why when you wake up and you start to be honest about yourself and others, your family members, everybody hates you for that. They don't want to be hearing that. The devil does not want to hear the truth. The devil wants everybody to talk alike, be alike, think alike. That's the only way he can survive. The devil survives off anger. And he keeps you in that showcase personality so that he can cause you to stay with him. He doesn't want you to see what's really going on with you. He'll make you judge other people, but he will not let you judge yourself. He won't let you see that. He'll, he'll cause you to hide that personality. And every human being got it. They have a showcase personality. That makes sense a little bit? So stay with the prayer, folks. You've got to stay with the prayer. You don't have to. You can suffer. Drop the anger. And when I say drop it, I know you just can't drop it. But get to know yourself so you can forgive, and God will take that spirit. God will renew the heart. Salvation is of the heart, and then everything else will be taken care of. But salvation is of the heart. He would turn to, and that's what those, uh, those black Muslim folks need. What, what are they called? Israelite. Their hearts are wicked, and they don't know it. And they quote the Bible, so they identify with the Bible, and it gives them a false sense of salvation. A false sense. And so stop being false with yourself. You don't have to tell everybody else your, your vices, your business, right? Keep that to yourself. But be honest with you about it. You see what's going on. And you'll see it's not even you, it's the devil in you. Because you have identified. You are a spirit that lives in a body with the mindset of the devil. So there is like sins of the body and the sins of the spirit. The sin of the spirit is hatred. It separates you from God. And Satan become your God. So stay with the prayer uh, and watch. I don't care what you have to go through. Allow yourself to go through it. Don't protect your ego, all right? Pray and watch. And as this young lady was saying, when you are not having pain, that's not a reason to go to sleep. You still be aware. Be aware because the devil lets you have a little relaxation, it seems, so that he can pull you in with something else. Something shocking will happen. And he got you because you overreact. So God saying, pray without ceasing. Always pray, meaning always be aware, all right? So stay with the prayer, watch, and you'll be fine. Uh, oh, my new biblical question, brand new biblical question. Um, do you consult with your mind? 
Do you consult your mind? Do you, it's not with your mind, but do you, you know, with me, do you communicate with it? Do you consult your mind? Isn't that an amazing question? It's so much you don't know about yourself yet. It took me 32 years to get to this point, and I'm still, it's amazing what you just, so be patient, all right? Don't judge yourself. Stay with it, stay with it. It's so much you don't realize about yourself yet that's happening to this battle that's going on, all right? So do you consult with your mind? Uh, that's my biblical question. Announcement, Hermes. No announcements. Don't forget to check out the hate report every day, Monday through Friday, 9 to 11. And my show, 1 to uh, 6 to 9. And the Anchor Baby Show from 5 p.m., right? Is it 4 now or 5? Uh, stay tuned. <laughs> but but uh, you won't be, we won't be doing the Jesse Lee Peterson show on Tuesday. Right. I'll come make that announcement tomorrow. Oh. I got to go to Michigan. So I'm going to do my show tomorrow, and then I'm going to Michigan. I have this debate with some Catholics. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make them chase the Pope. <laughs> the Pope is dead. <laughs> so I, uh, I, uh, so I want, am I doing it Wednesday? Thursday. I'm sorry? Tuesday. No, I mean, when would I be back for the show? I'll be back in time for Wednesday. So I have two people that I might ask to, one to sit in for me on Tuesday, another one on Wednesday. I'll be back on Thursday, but I will be here tomorrow for the show. All right. If you need counseling, we have the best counseling service. Thank you for your support. I absolutely appreciate it. And I hope that this helped a little bit today. I really, really, really want to urge you to stay on the straight and narrow path. That road is a lot of bumps in the road. But don't you deviate. Don't look back. Don't look forward. Just stay on the path. Right here, right now, all the time. God is always in the now. He's never in the future or the past. All right? And thank you all. I hope this helped a little bit. It was so nice to get the participation. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it. Amazing. <laughs>